Hi there, I'm Deb Crow, and I want to welcome you to season four of Imperfect, the heart-centered leadership podcast. This is a podcast where we connect, learn, and laugh together with authentic and courageous leaders from all over the globe. You will learn from leaders you haven't even met yet. You will gain new tools to add to your leadership toolkit because leadership belongs to all of us. It is not measured by stature or title. So please pull up a chair and listen in. This is the Imperfect Heart-Centered Leadership Podcast. Well, welcome to the end of September. I can't even believe that I'm saying that it's the end of September. Not really sure where the month of September went, but I can tell you this, it was a doozy. It had lots of barriers, U-turns, roadblocks, struggles, and I thought this would be a great conversation. And before I get into that, I am going to give myself a virtual high five, a pat on the back, my ebook, and my paperback for the Heart Centered Leadership Podcast How to Master the Art of Heart in Life and Leadership is now out in the world for all to see and read. And I cannot even tell you how I feel about that. I've been asked so many times. I'm waiting for the box to show up on my porch. And I think when I open the box and pull out the book and hold it in my hands, I think that's when this whole interesting, expressive, cathartic experience, I think that's when I'm going to have kind of a solace moment, maybe shed a tear. What I will tell you is that I have a grateful heart. I dug deep. I got vulnerable. I remained authentic and full of humility. And within that book, I am demonstrating that I am a heart-centered leader. It's truly my superpower in the world to make a difference. I know that I've created the life of my dreams and I've taken you on a journey within my book to show you that. I had to be brave. I had to be calm. I had to be healthy. I had to be happy. I had to be vibrant and not in any form of obligation showing up every morning for myself in a self-directed way. So I wanted to share that imperfect, exciting milestone with all of you. And I'm always asked what's going on in the world. What are the conversations that I'm having? And I think it's important to share. Six months ago, when I did the pre-sale for my book, I had an offering of fireside chats for companies And I'm excited to tell you that 20 companies engaged me in that offering. And some of them are in my own city, which I'm quite excited about. And the rest are east and west of my city, but all different sectors. Because I talk about 
we're all in the people business. Our sector doesn't really matter. So given all of the bumps and barriers of this month, I've tried to stay grounded. I've been outside a lot. We still haven't taken our boat out yet because in Ontario, Canada, the weather is like summer. So I think we're in the middle of fall and summer, which I'm going to call summer. And the weather's been beautiful. And it gave me an opportunity this month when I was in the valley and the depths of all the challenges to really think about these fireside chats and the conversations that I've had with the people who hired me to have them. How do we show our employees how much we value them? How do we become, stay, own, being a heart-centered leader? We're struggling to hire good people. How do we screen for applicants? But leaders have an opportunity to seriously be genuine in their interest, in the dignity of their work, and also to and for their workers. So when we talk about values and goals, it's important as a leader, and when I say the term leader, that is everyone on this planet, to be honest about your own constraints. But thinking of employment as top-down, that's where mistakes happen. That's where cultures become unhealthy. And in today's world and technology, people are leaving jobs on a Friday and they have a new job on Monday with a higher salary, a signing bonus. And what draws them is how they were treated and how healthy and vibrant the culture is that they're drawn to, which is why they're leaving. So very interesting conversations this month about keeping, sustaining, implementing heart-centered leadership qualities. We talked a lot during the prep of the fireside chats of what's the pulse of your culture. So we're having meaningful and aligned conversation when it comes to an informal fireside chat, everyone participating, everybody coming with a vision or a strategy that collectively can be worked on as a team. And we ask that all egos and insecurities are checked at the door. And when we talk about KPIs, we lean it back to the people. So we take the languaging of business acumen and we allow it to be heart-centered because leadership is about continuous improvement. Growth and scale within organizations. Growth and scale can be done in an organic and in a non-organic way. And when the leaders know who they are and have an unwavering level of self-awareness, they always know who they are and they know who their team is. And I see so many great advancements and progress when I see a heart-centered leader who is so focused, has energy, and is there for their team, regardless of where they are in any type of process within business acumen. 
And again, I want to repeat, when a leader knows themselves, they also know who their team is. And a lot of times leaders will ask me about behavior and how to critique that and how to have a conversation. I think the short answer to that is to have diversity of thought. Weekly meetings, always have HR or talent management involved and weed out and find the blind spots because when the blind spots are found and then you implement diversity of thought, there's nowhere to go but onward and upward, which is always a positive strategy in business. So a couple of things that I want to talk about in my book, it's still surreal to say that in my book, I'm smiling ear to ear right now. There's two favorite chapters and I'm going to let it just marinate out in the universe and I will talk about what the two favorite chapters are in the book. And it was interesting to me with all the beta readers that I had that these two chapters kept coming up as repetitive favorite chapters and similar comments back from the reader why they liked them. And I think one of the points that I want to talk about that's mentioned in the book is engage versus delegating. So when you're engaging your team, you're making money, you're growing, all those business acumen check boxes are checked. But when you delegate, what are you actually doing? You're distributing leadership. And when you distribute leadership, you're achieving without risk. And if that's not full team engagement, I don't know what it is. And I can tell you from the team's that I'm working with globally and the executives and C-suites, delegation is one of their best leadership qualities that they bring every single day. And I'm going to ask you, what type of leader are you? Are you an engaged leader? But do you also delegate? And what is your definition of delegating? And Does it look like the framework of leadership distribution? Are you sharing the ability to have an open slate of creation and dialogue and thought leadership? Just think about that for a moment. One of the other things that I've been doing lately with teams in a team building exercise is asking them, what three qualities they're showing up with today. And of course, their heart-centered leadership qualities. But more importantly, allowing them the space and time to be vulnerable and authentic to say, here's my top three that I'm working on today because they change daily. But what's the one that you're working on? And more importantly, why? And the reason I do this is because it helps leaders demonstrate Telling versus leading. And when you have this modality within team building, it it just fosters positivity in the meeting. It sets the tone for good energy. Everybody's focused. There's open dialogue. 
and the end or the outcome is amazing results. And that distributed leadership always shows up in this conversation. You know, when you look at the word control, it really weighs out with a negative connotation. And, you know, control really leans people towards the verb dictate. And teams don't want to be dictated to. They want to be involved. And that's the beauty of distributed leadership. When we focus on what matters most, all of the processes, whatever your agenda is, whatever your priority is, whoever is involved in the decision-making, it sets the tone, it sets a priority, it locks in a modality, and it's teamwork at its best. And when that becomes the single source of truth within your leadership, the money comes, the growth comes, the scaling comes, and the KPIs come because of the people. So I'm going to switch gears for a minute, and I'm going to ask you to do a little exercise as you end September, because I feel like September is like the new year. That's how I look at it anyways, and I I love the fall. I love everything about the fall and just celebrated my 30th wedding anniversary on September 18th, which was a really cool milestone. So when you think of KPIs, think of it as kindness promotes improvement. So I'll say it one more time. KPI, if you want to heart center it, is kindness promotes improvement. And think about having what I call tabletop discussions. I call it tabletop discussion. When a leader, a heart-centered leader, puts two people together, notice what starts to happen at your meetings. There's a beautiful unveiling of trust and rapport and people precede process. But don't get me wrong, we're never going to migrate away from numbers and graphs and all the things that we need to hit targets or review ranges. But instead of got to get versus gotcha culture. So again, anchoring back in distributed leadership, two people together for the alignment of trust, putting their talent together, fostering and promoting each other's thought leadership, and they're doing something together. They're building it together. It's not an us versus them mentality. So think about what are the good elements of your leadership strategy. Does your life align with your work? Do you have clarity? Do you have vision? Do you have alignment? Do you have vision? Do you have gaps? And if so, where are they? So when you think about any of the operative visions like mission and vision, when that date is listed in a vision, that date creates energy among teams. And I've seen it over and over again as far out as 10 years. It solidifies employee engagement, which drives sales, which drives profit. 
but it creates so much energy around your vision, even though it's numbers. So think about what your strategic soundboard is, whether it's quarterly, yearly. How can you operationalize your operative value with heart-centered leadership? So I'm going to end the September podcast getting you to think of what I'm going to call Industry 4.0. And I heard this at a seminar last year, and I loved it. So when you think of leading, right now it's all about AI, artificial intelligence, and predictive analytics. Think about growing digital transformation. Think about running, which is your operational excellence. How can you build a heart-centered roadmap that will bring your leadership vision to reality. So think about leadership is operational and strategic excellence. Quick wins. What are your inputs? What are your outputs? And more importantly, what's measurable and repeatable? And that's what I would like to know. What is in your playbook? So this is Deb Crow. Thanks for tuning in for September. And I'm going to put the link in our podcast episode description. I hope you will go and check out the ebook that's been launched this week on Amazon and Kobo. And as always, I would love your feedback and comments. And I hope you're enjoying the fall equinox and we will chat again in October. Take care. Thanks so much for joining me today on Imperfect, the Heart-Centered Leadership Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed the show today and have learned some new tools for your leadership toolkit from our amazing Heart-Centered guest. If you like the show, feel free to give us a rating and a review, and we always welcome your feedback anytime. Looking to master the art of heart? Head over to our website at debcrow.com and watch out for Deb's new book, The Heart-Centered Leadership Playbook, coming in September. 